0: WEMF radio. This is WEMF radio. WEMF radio. WEMF radio. WEMF radio. WEMF radio. WEMF radio. WEMF
1: radio.
0: WEMF
1: radio. WEMF radio. You're to WEMF radio.com. WEMF radio.com. Sweet. Hey, I'm Pat B. I'm the Thriller Priest. And I'm just Johnny. And you'll listen to The Geek Down with Herb messing up over there on the the ones and twos, my friend. Hit it. Leaping forward bionically. Hey, hey, don't kick a free. Uh. (laughs) Oh, Herb, you gonna bop with me? Uh, 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 It's a shame you can't see on the mic. Hold on a second. Get it out. Uh. Okay, this man spreading disease in the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMFI. I am Pat B in the house. We have my peoples, my mans for 50 grand from way back in the day. He came to say. His name is James, and he's here to say <laughs> It was a it was 90s rhyme. He,
0: he would have got a Grammy for that one, bro, back Man, in the 90s. That's a, that's a daggone
1: shave, dude. I remember. You know what? I came, oh, hold on. First of all, I'm talking about Jam the Thriller Priest. Yes, yes. It's Glad to right hear. Here. And over there, looking very focused, deeply focused, actually doing work. So I'm going to stay off his back.
0: That's right. Get off
1: me. Really? Ooh. really? It's, it's like that? <laughs> I'm sorry. He
0: just made <laughs> me think of another like early two thousand song from um, Master P.
1: Get off me! No, it ain't don't, my fault. Don't, <laughs> in. don't, 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 in. don't invoke that. Don't invoke that. Like I got to go. You should be ashamed of yourself. Got Just jump. Yo. This guy over here. And, of course, the man on the ones and twos doing interesting things over there before the show, DJ Herbie Herb. Hey, everybody. <laughs> yo, <this dude. laughs> he's,
0: he's all confused, like, hold up, this ain't the regular sound. What's going on?
1: Uh, yo, we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you as always. Dude, we're coming in with Violent Love, a new comic from Image Comics. And then we have back again. Back again! Metroid <laughs> Samus Returns. The uh the new remake or reboot is the remake? Is it a reboot? Is it both She ain't going nowhere? Uh, no.
2: It's <laughs> it's a free.
1: remake. It's a remake, yep. okay. It's a remake, re- re- remake yep. of the old um was it a Game Boy classic? Uh re- the original Game Boy, yeah, the classic. Yep, yeah. 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 yep. Uh the original uh, uh uh Samus Returns for the fifth time. <laughs> yeah, she um, keeps she keeps coming back. Seriously, man. Can't get can't get away from us. Like Roaches or the Fast and Furious series.
2: Uh, she she keeps right. stopping hey, them out. It. They keep coming back. Oh
1: geez, <laughs> unkillable. Yeah. Alright, and then of course we're going into WWE No Mercy. Yeah. Hurst man, gonna start throwing chairs. Something like that. Oh you're gonna I saw you start fighting the BET awards. <laughs> just, just throw a chair. <laughs> just try, <laughs> you find, you go ahead. <laughs> what was <what's laughs> his name? Like Dirty. Uh, 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 eat, uh dirt. Eat, dirt. Ahead, eat Dirt. Eat dirty. Eat dirt in the side of the head. <laughs> the best part is he threw the chair and it was silent and it goes,
0: uh, Now I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> I'm bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then we're closing out with the Boston Festival Indie Games. But you mentioned um oh damn, I got something in my eye. I got something in my arm on the radio, y'all. <laughs> Those of right. you on Twitch can see Pat dig it on his eye. Uh, yo, check it out. You hopefully you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the geek down. If you're not, you can get on that and actually see the video live streaming right now. Now, but also you can hear us on SoundCloud, on YouTube, on iTunes, hopefully subscribing to all those because good things are happening. I'm going to jump right into it because Violet Love is a comic that recently came, well not recently came out, it's been out for a while. The latest issue recently came out and it's an ongoing series um, from Image Comics and dude, uh, I'm 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 very enamored with this one. I sent it out to the group. I was hoping to have a whole group thing, and apparently y'all left me hanging. I read some of it. I thought it was good for what I read. I mean, yeah. you gonna
0: have the more in-depth um, review of it, but I mean, I thought it was great. It was a nice little throwback, kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde sort of story. Um, I got caught up in the um, in the in the opening and the um in the back story is what I got caught up in it was pretty good uh, from for what I saw I mean girl named Daisy going through her life mm-hmm. struggling with whether or not she should go to college she's hating her life her pops are trying to walk her through try to understand that you know life's not easy um you got to take take opportunities we can get them and I'm assuming at some point she links up with this guy and they just start running running shot. Mm. So
1: go ahead, Pete. Keep it going. Well, yeah, no, I'm very enamored with this. It's the story of... It's, like, it's more like a Bonnie and Clyde type story with a bunch of twists and turns it throws at you, which is good. Um, the concept is, uh, or it seems as it goes on, to be more about uh, people around them that influence their behavior and it gets wild. Um, I'm loving this book. I'm, I'm plain, when it's simple, it's, it's moving the crap. It's, 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 it's just... It's a very delightful read mm. and I'm very surprised because it seems like your standard well you got a, uh, a, a bank robbing a, a team of, of criminals and they're, <laughs> they're harassing the local law enforcement people and they face it's like no no none of that this could be some Tarantino stuff and it's gritty mm. like that's what I didn't expect I didn't expect parts of it to be raw like
0: and I mean, and I guess that's my fault for only being in the, in the first half of it, exposing my my naivete. Mm-hmm. It, it it has this, it has the appearance. Um, of of a Tarantino what could be a Tarantino film easily but the dialogue at this point seems very hokey seems like 90s like you said these these rascals are robbing banks and wreaking havoc you know <laughs> and it's kind of like eh, I'm, I'm losing interest at this point but the imagery is, is there's definitely a lot more gore than I was anticipating like the gore versus the versus the dialogue is not matching up at this point so I'm assuming it picks up based upon what you're saying
1: yeah you know it definitely does definitely does And you got to read a lot more um, well, I'll lie, you got to read more into it because it is what one of those stories where it does suffer from a couple of the random tropes that comics do sometimes, especially indie comics, which is unfortunate, because it starts off with an origin story. Mm -hmm. It gives a little taste of the action, but then it goes off into how these characters got where they are, who they are. And that's really a fault of a story that relies on you to care about the characters because we don't know who these people are yet. You know, so if I hadn't decided to, like stick with it and get to the nitty gritty, it's like well, this was a cool panel. This was a cool panel, but not enough to keep me going. That's unfortunate because when it does pick up, it is just raw, and I I, I appreciate that um, uh, lack of censorship, not lack of censorship, lack of um, limitation. You know, it, it's it's a book with balls, basically. I'm I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> yeah, dude, plain and simple, man. I mean, there's like sex scenes, there's random. It's not, and it's not, it's not um, like uh, obscene. For the sake of being obscene, you know, right. it's not vulgar. Right. You know, dialogue is somewhat realistic, and you mentioned it's hokey. I'm not sure if you were fully aware that it takes place in the past. It the does. You it read. does. I caught that. So mm-hmm. the language seems like it's hokey 60s language because it is. It it's is it's in the 60s, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I mean, they're not coming in. Well, gee, Willickers, Mr. 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 Car- Mr. Carruthers. Uh That that's not that's not what we talked about here. Although if they, I was went, waiting
0: for it though. I was waiting. You waiting for, for the Gee Willickers Mr. Yes, Carruthers? I was. I was waiting for. I was, was waiting for some
1: kid with a slingshot in his back pocket. Let's wait for it. No, nah, this isn't Scooby-Doo with the face. It's like, oh, man, it was old man winners from the old abandoned amusement park. And they pull off. The... Yo, why the hell were there so many abandoned amusement parks it's in the 60s? It's
0: always abandoned amusement parks. I don't it's know It's an why.
1: abandoned amusement park. Uh, Someone living in a house that's plainly old and haunted. Like that house in, uh, if you've seen the new It, they got the house perfectly set up so that you, uh, it's like, as they walk in, Scooby and the gang are walking out. You know, Got the gang with Dune Buggy riding around the side of the sucker. Yeah, pretty sure times were hard
0: back then, fam, because it'd be, you say, why I these amusement parks. they reason why we got all these abandoned parking lots right now. Why we got all these abandoned just air patches of grass. It's like no one's going to low Boston Mafia
1: long. action takes it down. I see what you're hey, saying. I, I see uh, what you're oh, getting Don't, that, don't brother. bring the heat over
0: here, man. I, I got nothing love for the mob. Leave me alone, man. I ain't doing nothing to nobody.
1: I ain't snitching. I mean, aren't, you part of, aren't you part of the God no, squad? Hey, that's, that's, that's a mob mm. in itself, my man. You, you got backup. You got, you, got, you got worldwide coverage. What you afraid of? I'm on a mission. Mission from God. He's a, he's a, he's a missionary on a mission. He's a missionary on a mission. You better start I listening. I am
0: feeling this. I'm sorry. What, just what, been a saying? minute. I'm just really impressed with what's going on with with um oh with you WEMF after you bad mouth EMF on our Facebook live. Get on our Facebook the geek down Facebook. <laughs> um, where I just posted a live stream of um of mm. us. Doing our pre-show prep. And Pat, which is going in about how, how the studio isn't up the snuff here Yo, at WDMF. But I am impressed with this flat screen. I'm able to see the video um, that we're gonna have we actually do the Metroid um Samus Returns I'm reviewing a
1: minute. Yeah, that's um, all really very impressed. pretty and nice yet. While we're doing this live review, i put my hand in like this beer they spilled all over the table, man. Gonna tell me about <laughs> Yeah, look at this, man. Look at this. They got scraps. This looks like a Philly It looks ramp. like Philly scraps, dog. Philly scraps, you got bottle caps all over the sucker. Beer just here. They didn't even wipe it up. They just like put a piece of paper on it. This looks like a fly or something. Man, yo, they are clowning. I hate it. <laughs> and then they put stickers on the piano. This uncouth, mm-hmm. I tell you. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Thank you. Thank you. Shenanigans are going to be consequences, repercussions from a man. Anyways, <laughs> back to, yeah, seriously. Well, anyways, the comic we were talking about was Violent Love. And as yes. I was saying, I was filming the story. Um, the artwork really moved me. There are a mm-hmm. couple of panels that really kind of take you out of it when I realized what was happening. It's, I will say, this is the upper echelon for, uh, for, uh, for uh, indie style mm-hmm. art in comics. You know, this is like some of the best you can hope for, which is mm-hmm. pretty good often. And not like, you know, I'm, I'm not talking comics with crazy budgets and it's all CG and it's all done on computers and Stuff this hand-drawn art in here, which is mm-hmm. cool. But you can tell they also tried to be really artistic with it, you know. Which I can, which is something that like seasoned uh, uh, co- uh, comic artists do. And sometimes it really works out. But also, uh, a lot of times, it leaves um, the panels kind of confused. Like there was a scene with a car wreck in here that could have been uh, yep. the first issue, yep. and that could have been real dope. But the way they had it framed, it's like you see the car wreck in the background, and then they got these panels, uh, not panels, these like um, these little blocks, uh, image blocks, yep. uh, like kind of like pasted on. T- Yep. and you see like someone's reaction over here and someone's reaction over there. That'd be cool, except it's taken away from the actual action. So I didn't know. All I know is these cars are wrecked. I didn't know how. Mm-hmm, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, after the fact, if this dude hadn't said it in the dialogue, I'd have thought. I mean, they 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 may as well just like hit an invisible wall. You know, it's like, well, what happened to the car? I don't know. It must have been ghosts. You know, we got gremlins in the engine. You know, I, 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 I don't <laughs> know what's happening. But besides that, I mean, that's that's like a, that's a nitpick, man. That's like some real, real moderate stuff. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I was really enjoying this, and I would recommend it to anybody. Talked by Image Comics right now. It's an ongoing series. So uh, Image 8 was the one that um, we checked out most recently and then went back and re- read the, uh, the previous seven. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is by, I got the thing uh, up on here. Uh, it is by Frank J. Barbary and uh, uh, Barbary, B-A-R-B-I-E-R-E. So you try to pronounce it correctly and tell me I'm a sucker. All right. And Victor Santos. <laughs> and it's just one of the better reads I've had this year. I'm really enjoying it. I recommend anybody check it out. It's called Violent Love dude from image comics highly recommended two thumbs up well a thumbs up from me jay i'll give it a thumbs up it was good all right two thumbs up okay now i'm gonna turn it over to my man just johnny keep it yep. simple keep it a direct yep. with this brand new character um i'm not sure i got the name right is it is it Seamus? i came so it, close it colors. is Seamus she, she, Seamus arnold
2: Seamus Arnold uh uh Patrick <laughs> uh, I, I'm trying I'm running out of Is that Patricia? Is that Patricia? Is that no, Patricia? Patrick? I don't know.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> no it's, 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 it's this new game series called Matryoshka. Apparently, like you duck in like seven seven smaller versions of yourself when you try to sneak in I don't know what's going on. You're a mess. No, you're talking about, talking about Metroid Samus returns. Mm-hmm. And yep. what is what is what happens in this Metroid game? Well, Samus returns. She returns. Uh so
2: so Metroid Samus Returns is a remake of a really 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 old Metroid game. Mm. Uh specifically Metroid 2 Return of Samus.
1: Wow, came back in 1990 uh, I think
2: 1990 or 1990? 91. Yeah, it was wow, either 90 man. or 91. I was but uh, a young pup when this game was made or the original game that this is a remake of and it's way oh, more than just a remake of mm but uh, to put into perspective graphics wise we're talking Game Boy for the original Game Boy graphics everything's green and black Mm -hmm.
1: and it just looks very blocky Uh, we're talking like it's an old game like we're talking like you um, uh, I don't know if you have a video of it now but this was the best we got back then when on Mm -hmm. Game Boy it was spinach green it was a a spinach green on pea green and this tiny screen where the best You could oh, and God forbid you had the Superboy, the Super Nintendo cartridge Uh, that that uh, you installed Game Boy games into, and found out they were actually coded with the proper color because they plan on doing something like that. And you saw how messed up these things actually were. Or
2: or the GBA player uh, for Uh, GameCube, where you could also
1: take old school Game Boy
2: games and Mm. Game Boy Advance games and play them on your screen. So you could
1: ruin your ruin your previous experience. Where I'm sure this would be great if it was blown up. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Yeah,
2: it
0: really did ruin the experience. I was quite bitter. Mm -hmm. I was. Like I wasted all the time. Yeah. So
2: out of uh, the Metroid games, sort of Metroid Two for the Game Boy was, uh, I guess, the the black sheep of the group because not it only was did the black it, sheep the real black sheep not not the only did like black sheep, it, like, black sheep. <laughs> play, uh, you know, very slowly. It was a it was a bit clunky. Mm. Uh, it didn't have the map that was brought in on Super Metroid. So wait, so
1: this wasn't a good game?
2: Yeah. Uh, it it actually. It was okay, but it was the worst of the Metroid games. Oh wow! Well, the
0: remake mm. we this, this, this this a do-over, man. It was a mulligan.
2: Well, th- the thing is, it was uh it was the worst because of the tech at the time, right? This is yeah. very old. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, this is one of the first uh, or in the early, very very early iterations of Game Boy games to release, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking like Super Mario Land only had four levels.
1: Yeah, and no, I, I I vaguely remember that because I never got to play it, so I was looking up this sucker hard in Game and Bo- Game Pro uh, magazine. Yeah. Game, I, Pro. so yeah, way back, way back. Game and
2: so out of all the games, and there
1: have been other Metroid games that got remade.
2: Mm. Uh, there was Metroid Zero Mission, which was a remake of the very original Metroid, so that mm. got a remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little over 10 years ago. I think about 12 or 13 years ago. I remember when I And dropped. it was a phenomenal remake. Absolutely mm-hmm. s- spectacular. They took the Super Nintendo uh, graphics and sort of redid it. Uh, and... It need, that was a game that absolutely needed it because the original Metroid is extremely hard and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's unguided, right? There's no map. There's no way to sort of figure out where you need to go next. Mm-hmm. So they added a lot of the extra gameplay enhancements, things that made it a bit easier and less frustrating to sort of get through. Not, not necessarily difficulty easy. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying... Uh, streamlining the process of playing through the game. They did that for Metroid Zero Mission, but, and after Metroid 2, which was Super Metroid, it was, it, it's essentially, pr- arguably, the best in the franchise, so, and it introduced
1: all of those things that streamlined it, so, Metroid- so we had good ideas on, like, a really crappy uh, uh, platform, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not to knock the, not to knock the Game Boy itself, but it had hard limitations. Like, I had a yes. game, Gear, yes. and even the color set it like even though the game gear mm-hmm. took seventeen yep. batteries, you know, for a for, for a solid half hour gear game for solid half hour play. Yep. But uh even the color set it way apart. It did It
0: was it was head and shoulders above. Mm. I just remember being a kid being jealous of my friends who had game gears. Mm. And um I had to Little had did to, you know my man I had the game boy thinking, man, this sucks. <laughs> I just wanna play Tetris. <laughs> oh. while well, y'all got to play columns
1: in color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were so simple.
0: Yeah, so uh,
2: after the Zero Mission remake, Metroid Two was mm-hmm. definitively the worst in the franchise. So, fast uh, forward to today, mm-hmm. they remade it. It's they didn't go the, the full two D route, but it's still that traditional two D gameplay, but with very nice spruced up for three Ds. Yeah, I noticed that in the, in, the, in the video.
1: It was kind of yeah. like it was kind of like three um, Ds, kind of like the same way they um, did an update of on a commando yes yeah uh, so it's not it's it's not 2d but it still has that feel but it still looks kind of like the 3d animation in there. Yeah, it's
2: 3d graphics on 2d gameplay yeah so it has that very traditional 2d Metroid gameplay that has been it's actually been since zero mission mm-hmm. that has had that so it's been 13-ish years since the last 2d game playing Metroid game mm-hmm. uh, it's been quite a while since just the last good Metroid game, The la- uh, one of the last ones uh, there was one on uh, 3DS which doesn't even count, wasn't even the same style of Metroid style gameplay, it was this first person, co-op uh, shooter style game uh, called Federation Force and a lot of people didn't like that the one before that was uh, Metroid Other M that was very controversial. It was. I know
1: Samus was naked throughout the whole thing. She was making all yeah. types of anti-Semitic statements. Man,
2: crazy game. There were there were some issues with that one. But uh, so the last actually legitimate Metroid game uh, was Metroid Prime 3 Corruption or I thought Metroid I thought I hated Prime. No, Prime is amazing. Really? The whole trilogy of Metroid Prime is absolutely fantastic. It's one of the best in the series. Oh, which one was poorly received?
1: I thought it was Prime. It was Other M. Other M, okay. Other M, yeah.
2: All right. That was the one, and it was a mixed bag. It it wasn't the worst of the group, but it was certainly a mixed bag. Uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force, Mm -hmm. which is that one I was mentioning, that is the one that was more recently absolutely... poorly received. Fans did not want it. They didn't... No, of no, course, no so. you one can't set Metroid
1: in the, Star, no. in the Starfleet universe, man. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. you weren't you were playing as Samus, you are playing as these troops, and you're... I think you know, say you were
1: playing as Janeway, you're sitting there no. giving orders to the Metroids, and then they run you over.
2: It was a very level-based style of game, but... Anyway... Back to Metroid Samus Returns. So they remade this game. Yep. And not only did they uh, do a remake of giving it the nice, shiny coat of awesome graphics. It's pretty. It's so pretty. Very pretty graphics. Mm. Uh, spectacular audio, by the way. Okay. Absolutely spectacular. It went I'll really good It's got the the soundtrack audio. with the jams. Uh, yeah. Actually, I got the special edition. It came with the sound. Uh, the... Uh, a... A handpicked selection of tracks from both this game and from prior Metroid games. Okay,
1: well, wait a minute. I, I was, I, I was kidding. But the old Metroid games—they didn't have a soundtrack. They just had like ominous. That is you know. the Metroid soundtrack. It is you bought, very you, you atmospheric. Got, you bought an extra, an extra, an extra dominant. disc of that of just
2: that. Yeah. What do you? It's f- spectacular. There is music. There is a uh, whole lot of music in the Metroid franchise. A but lot of it tr- is. Yes, it is very atmospheric <laughs> at times. Then the
1: music I'm at, pick it's up. like this droning <laughs> and Johnny's at home like <laughs> with, the key, with the control of his hand. Just <laughs> <laughs> So, All right. Uh, okay. So that's the history and that's the propers, man yeah. give, okay, oh. give us the lowdown. Yo. What, what, was it a good game?
2: It is a fantastic game. They did a really good job here. So they updated the graphics and the audio. Mm-hmm. Spectacular. And then they also enhanced the gameplay that was there. They added very new gameplay elements that uh, were either taken from newer Metroid games. So mm-hmm. therefore, Metroid, you know, the one that this is based off of, never had those gameplay
1: elements. Wait. So what are you talking about? Like it goes in 3D?
2: Uh, for uh, for example, I mean? the grapple hook was never introduced in Metroid 2, but mm-hmm. they put it as an item in this game. So they have power-ups that Samus gets uh, in other Metroid games. They insert those into here, and that changes up the gameplay and how you explore the world and how you progress. Mm-hmm. But then they also insert brand new things that were never in a Metroid game before, like the there's a melee parry button that you get that really cranks up the action and the difficulty of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also these Aeon and these essentially superpowers that have never been in a Metroid game before—they added in there, and they added it in a way that doesn't make it—it it doesn't make it overpowered. It doesn't make it feel like it—it it detracts from the from the core Metroid experience. It feels like it is now. The new standard way to play a Metroid game. Both of these elements, both the melee and these Aeon powers, as well as other things that they've included uh, that were tie into prior yeah. games in the past.
1: What kind of other things we're talking like whenever Metroid rolls in, whenever Metroid, whenever Samus rolls into the ball. Uh, now she's got a, a sidekick named Tails that you know just kind of <laughs> jumps out of nowhere that like, helps fly to different parts of the of the level here.
2: No, some that is uh, a bit uh, a bit of smaller stuff. Like there's these uh, telepo- uh, teleporters that you can now take. So uh, it really whittles down on the backtracking they have to, or at least the, the time it takes to backtrack Okay, because the backtracking
1: areas. is what turned me off the Metroid yeah. uh, orig- uh, original, like way back in the day, yeah. when you have to go all the way back to the beginning. Oh, no, Super Metroid was the worst, because you had nothing, and you're going all through that damn ship. Oh, and you and can't say
2: Super Metroid is the worst on man, anything. Man, it was the worst It's a perfect on- game. Oh, what? Huh? It, it is a perfect game. What? Super Metroid is probably the best game ever made. How? Probably. I'm, I'm still, you know, processing. You, man, in I, my I, head, I feel like you,
1: you're a man that never played Flashback. Super. Or Flashback. any of that. Flashback, Flashback was amazing. <laughs> yes, Flashback was the most beautiful game, the most ridiculously hard detective story, and the most impossibly just hateful. I, you, you paid for this game. I'm gonna make you pay for it with your sanity uh, 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 purchase I've ever made, <laughs> and it was wonderful. <laughs> A game that I did not beat until years, until decades later, when I got my first emulator, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna finally conquer this sucker, man. Yes, that, that is right hilarious.
0: there. That
1: right there is the hashtag yes. petty. He was like, I'm not letting this go. I'm not letting this go. I will not let it get the best of me. So, uh,
2: Metroid the perfect game he
1: says you are crazy is
2: actually so if if the last few Metroid games you've played is you know Super Metroid or the Metroid Prime games uh, or even if you're a veteran of, of the series and have played essentially all of them mm-hmm. this game is gonna change. it changes things up so dramatically that you it's a new way of playing Metroid and, and the way I mean that is it is it still has the elements of the exploration the atmosphere the pseudo aliens horror-esque vibes and they really crank it up on this one, which is spectacular. I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they turned this into a way faster, action-paced, harder, more mature Metroid, something that I haven't experienced in quite some time, uh, probably going as far back as the original Metroid Prime, but once again, way more action at way faster pace than any of the other Metroid games. You're always okay. uh, on your feet because the enemies are absolutely aggressive. They mm. will attack you immediately as soon as you uh, uh, get within their field of vision. Mm. They will start going at you and you have to be on your toes. You have to you know, melee parry. You have to freeze them. Missile them. And you have to balance between a lot of different abilities. All these new powers that they're giving you, mm. you they're really testing you. It's like they made a game for themselves because, because because they themselves are bored fans with the of, of yeah the
1: series. Okay, then I'm glad you brought all that up. Because let me ask you, because you're a you're a fan of the Metroid series, you're a hardcore fan. Yep. Um, now, like you said, this is a remake of a game that previously existed. So, if I'm not a uh, like such a huge fan of the Metroid series, I'm just a regular gamer looking for something new to play. What will get me to purchase this? Is it worth my money if I'm not that huge? Whoop. Ugh. Adjustments behind the scenes, kids. <laughs> if I'm not like a, uh, if I'm not a hardcore fan to begin with, I'm just yep. a casual player of the series, you know.
2: Yeah, that is, I'm
1: more of a flashback fan.
2: Yeah, that, that is something I was uh, um, thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug
0: there. <laughs> that
2: was something I was thinking about. Is uh, they definitely geared this game towards fans of the series, and and the difficulty is there to match. Uh, but the Aeon abilities really do help. Uh, if you are able to leverage them, they do help with sort of easing yourself into it. But uh, I think the big, you're, there's always going to be that difficulty of, of the combat, and the enemies do a, a lot of damage uh, and all of those things. There is an easier uh, difficulty mode, uh, but if you're going at normal, mm-hmm. it's going to you're going to find it very challenging. So I would say the big attractor is that this is a very sci-fi horror-esque environment in a very hostile world in a very alien planet mm-hmm. and those things i think are going to be big attractors if you're a fan of aliens and i'm talking
1: and who isn't i mean come uh, on i'm for, they're from other places they're all exotic <laughs>
2: Uh, for, for this uh, type of game, I'm actually kind of surprised that it, uh, it doesn't have sort of a more mature line of, uh, of rating because it could, it is a mature game without like the blood and gore
1: and, and things like that. Right, so with its matures much- and Samus is dropping F-bombs left and right, the Metroids are hitting you with their penises now?
2: They yeah. are hitting you with, your ten- with their tentacle teeth, th- the their, sucking, their, their tentacle energy teeth. draining, uh, weird. Sold. Test. There's mutations in They're, here they're and sucking
1: and then draining. Yeah. And, and <laughs> they're
2: floating around. They're, oh, they, they got their feelers out. <laughs> You're selling this the wrong way. They got their feelers out.
0: They're floating out there. Somebody's going to buy it.
1: They're feeling on <laughs> It's horrible. All right. Now, I feel like we're taking the prestige away from this game. Okay. So, now, that's that's a lot of positive. Is there anything negative about this? Because oh. the original game itself wasn't that stellar, as, as you like plainly let us know. Yeah. Okay, so what, what is there any downside to the subject?
2: Uh, I would say the downside, if you are a newcomer to the series, mm-hmm. the difficulty of the combat, uh, can be a detractor. It can also be an attractor, right? If you're into action, very heavy action games, you're gonna love this. Uh, there's a lot of exploration. There's backtracking, but this is uh, probably the Metro game with the least amount of backtracking. Mm-hmm. Also, there's the teleportations going from one area to another, and it's making me run
1: uh, all over the ship left and right. I got asthma.
2: And the yeah, the know. world design is uh, a little bit more linear, where you're going from one major section to another, with little reason to return back other than to power yourself up. Uh, so uh, negatives, uh, it's really hard to come up with uh, negatives on this. I mean, for the most part, at okay. Its, from at somebody its worst, who's not,
1: from somebody who's not a yeah. as, as a raving, drooling fan over Metroid, huh. what would be the downsides? Because I remember, um, like one, like a couple of the really big pains in the ass for me where you would go, like, you'd find out something. Like, oh, you go to this room, and you hit, you go back here three times, and you get this special thing, and then you go back to this room that you couldn't access before, and blah, blah, blah. And all that would be, like, for, like, some small trinket. You know, no real advantage. Yeah. It's it's more of, like, a, an in-game trophy type thing. So, you know, something that yeah. would make it worth my while in gameplay wise. So, for
2: something like that, they have one of the very first brand new abilities that's never been in a Metroid game, mm-hmm. the Aeon abilities. There's four different ones. One of the, the very first one you get actually allows you to send out this pulse that reveals uh hidden areas around you mm-hmm. so if you don't want to go around and and if you're getting stuck somewhere and you don't know where to go next you just hit that button and the your localized map will get revealed for where there could be potential hidden areas that you can then uh explore and give you an idea of where you need to go next okay so it's there's more guidance there, but it's also not forced guidance, which I think is a pretty ideal way of
1: handling it. All right, and I, something that I, I know it came much later, but a problem that I had in this series that I first noticed in Metroid and couldn't quite put into words until, um, well, it brought it to light. The uh, the uh, Abe's Odyssey series, the the Odd World series. It was Odyssey. Much as yep. Odyssey. Yep. What about it? Uh, one of the well, one of the main, one of the one of those uh, main problems that I originally found in Metroid and couldn't really place my finger on is that when it uh, backtracking is part of the gameplay, uh, it's used effectively versus it's just in there for filler. You said this game is shorter. Uh, is the no, shortest?
2: No, uh, okay. this game is actually pretty long. It's uh, probably one of the longest two d metroids, two d gameplay metroids out there., uh, the map is absolutely huge. There's a lot to do, mm-hmm. a lot to explore, a lot to explore. It's uh, varied, so it has a lot of, a lot of that going for you. But once again, you don't have to worry about the backtracking. Okay. Uh, the backtracking is, is really like a means of uh, grinding in like an RPG.
1: Yeah, it's them dragging it out when they didn't have any more gameplay to fill in the spots. They yep. just had a quota of like time span and stuff. You're saying mm. this one doesn't suffer from, doesn't suffer from that because that's like that that's gonna turn me off to the mm-hmm. second.
2: It doesn't. It it's actually pretty streamlined. It is...
1: If I play this game and there's backtracking, Johnny, I'm coming for you.
2: There's there's only... It's only backtracking if you feel like you need to backtrack to to find more power-ups to mm. power yourself up. So uh, if you suck at the game, then you kind of need to backtrack in order to power yourself up a little bit. But if you got the <laughs> skill like I do, wow.
1: I didn't have to backtrack. You mm. cocky son of a... <laughs> man, really? Alright, so it's sound Whoa! Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sitting in bootleg chairs here and I'm sliding yeah. off this little ledge we got on the floor.
2: Now, the other thing about this, uh, here's a, a negative, is that... A Finally! Potential negative, All
1: is right. that if you are a <laughs> you going to be like, well, here's a negative. The game itself, it's just too great. It doesn't <laughs> stop to... <laughs> here, here, here's a negative. It's a game that's yeah. so good, it doesn't stop to smell the roses once in a while. Like, there
2: really? is uh, very, very <laughs> limited storytelling, so if you want a story It's a game that's so great, game, it might be addictive. If you want a story-oriented game yeah. uh, and to be presented an interesting story, don't come to Metroid series at all for something like that. The storytelling is show mm. and not tell. So as you're playing through the game, that is the story. Now I'm not saying that it's. I, I'm not make. I don't want to make it seem like it's more interesting than what it actually is. Mm. Uh, Metroid Prime absolutely landed the show don't tell and and did that sort of immersive storytelling. But for this, it's. Uh, very much backseat, you're not going to get a storyline mm. in this, uh, until you get to key points. There are some elements there, but it's, uh...
1: Well, it's purely yeah, action platformer.
2: It's purely action platformer,
0: it's gameplay first, without a doubt.
1: Alright, so make the comma man. Thumbs up, thumbs down.
0: Oh. I already put the thumbs up, man. You thumbs already up? did. Thumbs up's been there oh, since yeah. the beginning. Oh, okay. No, no, no. So, <laughs> now, it, now it's like. So you said, just Johnny's like thumbs no. up. I'm gonna tell you why.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, it, it's like Johnny. You talking about Metroid? You haven't played <laughs> the game yet. Oh, I'm not. Uh, don't worry. I know. Yeah. It's, it's uh, one of the easiest thumbs up I can
2: I can give. I mean, it was, it was a no-brainer <laughs> going through Oh, well, It's just very high production value. The controls are absolutely super tight. You they are have the terrible. free, it's, it's, the it's free like, aiming going on. It's
1: like, well, a negative would be there's just not as much as I would have liked because the game ended at some point. Like, we're, it's, really? it, it's, it's like, it like it one, is one of those, um,
0: give, me a, give me a weakness. You know what my weakness is? That I work too hard. That's my weakness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Johnny's like, the uh, a negative would be it's just too fun, and I wanted to play other games at some point. But.
2: Yeah, the music is just too good. I'm like listening to it. I had to switch my headphones from from these dinky things I have over here, the earbuds, to like the full, like, over the ear, like, high quality
1: audio because it was just so good. A negative is I had to buy a new computer so I could properly respect it. <laughs> Man. You know, the
2: system I was playing on is not ideal. Uh, I was playing on. The, the system? It wasn't good enough for the uh, game. It, it actually wasn't good <laughs> enough for the game. I kid you not. If you're playing on the 3DS, mm-hmm. uh, then you're gonna experience a little bit of uh, frame stuttering, a, a little bit of drop frames. Uh, well, or, now, to be fair, this, this is the, this is a
1: port right? over from a uh, from a Game Boy game.
2: No, this is a complete remix. This is yeah, so, oh, really. <laughs> okay, all right. But yeah.
1: then still going off the original game uh, base. I mean, maybe that stuff was oh. in there for nostalgic purposes.
2: No, 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 no. It's, it It could have run smoother, mm. but uh, also, don't forget, this is like weird Nintendo stuff. Like, Nintendo has a new 3DS. I don't have the new 3DS, and a new 3DS has better Nintendo horsepower. Nintendo comes out
1: with four different 3DSs exactly. every month. Yeah. And right, the exactly. new
2: one has more horsepower. So if you're playing on a new one, you're not going to experience the frame you know, the frame skips Jeez, and all that dude. stuff. If you're mm-hmm. playing on the older one, it's still not there, mm-hmm. but if you turn the 3D all the way up, the 3D effect? You got to Crank it to eleven. Absolutely awesome. This is probably you one gotta of the crank the best. it from three to D. It is one of the best three D. You gotta throw some D's uh, on it. Glassesless three D effects uh, in in a game uh, to experience. But once okay. you turn that uh. up, it, it might chug a little bit here and there.
1: So. Okay, well no, that's, that's you saying like the bad thing, man. I like games yeah. that give you that that interlace uh, option. You know, yeah. Can, yeah. I sl- can I can I slow down my frame rate? Can I make it choppy? Just because you know it's nostalgic, it, just it makes me feel comfortable. It's mostly smooth. I like I like having a blow on the cartridge. <laughs> it's mostly smooth when you when you uh,
2: crank it up and you're in the middle of combat. Sometimes it can skip a little bit, but uh, if well, that, that, that if that, that becomes really. a problem, you can always t- turn off the 3D and mm-hmm. then it runs hmm. smooth.
1: Oh, you can. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. You may you may have sold me. Oh it, Even though it's you're, like, you're like you, it, it's, it's only its only flaw is that I only got to play it once.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, this is this is gonna take hours, many many hours to to get through and beat.
1: Okay. All right. Well, thank you. That was uh, Metroid: Samus Returns. Available now. Available now. Available right now. Available yeah. now for the 3DS, Nintendo 3DS.
2: Yep. And the new 3DS and a 3DS XL and, and a new the 3DS Nintendo XL, every. 2DS. Sw- but not the Switch. Not the Switch. You mm. know what? That is a major negative. You know what? That is that is. The negative. <laughs> we finally got one. It's not on we the We got game. one. It's not,
0: not on a Switch. <laughs> I would love
1: for this game to be on the Switch. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna let Johnny climb off, climb down off uh, Samus's tip, <laughs> and uh, and pass it over to JM <laughs> the Thriller Priests. For WWE, no mercy. Yay, yay.
0: No mercy. Oh man! After I done spilled, all y'all who are watching on Twitch, see me done spilled this yeah, Red we Bull. Try, we to, this this try I to. Try okay. This is what I get. This uh, is what I get. A bit,
1: mm. bit of realness for anyone who's not watching the Twitch stream. <laughs> yeah, you, you're wrong, and you should be. But um, yeah, like we're in the middle trying to give, uh, trying to maintain a prestigious <laughs> review, and this man is scrambling uh, after spilling uh our orange soda, Orange AD, Red Bull, or orange Red Bull all over the place. They ain't got. And, me working hard, man. Herb chucking rolls of toilet paper throughout the studio here. (laughs) And I appreciate you looking out, Herb, as, as my whole
0: pant leg is smelling like like Man. tangerine Red Bull, and yeah, this is what yeah, I get. You, you I'm you working hard, brother.
1: Working hard, like demonstrate the stanky leg over here in the studio. <laughs> I'm
0: not, I'm not two mixtapes in <laughs> six months working hard, but I'm working hard.
1: But all right, let's get it. All right, WWE, no mercy. Labels. Yeah, so
0: I'm gonna I'm touch it on the mercy in a minute. I'm gonna do a quick down and dirty because, as always, a lot of a lot of wrestling pay per views So the first one going we'll to talk about real quick is Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor. That came out on the 22nd. Um, it was, at, it was in Las Vegas. Just want to highlight three matches, four matches, real quick before jumping into No Mercy. Um, Kenny King I mentioned it before um, He fought Kushida For the title um, It was really nice Because I mentioned before How Kenny King Was on The Bachelorette so uh, so Kenny King comes out. Women are passing him red roses <laughs> as he yeah. as he walks down the aisle. It was, the, it was freaking hilarious. It was I feel, awesome. I feel
1: like that's not how they <laughs> play the game.
0: I was like, I am not mad at you, homie. That show didn't give you the rose. But all these women in the audience are give you roses. Keep keep it going, Pimp Juice. Do it. You know, what <laughs> you know what he took them all back after the match. It was awesome. He did it. He did what he had to do. He ended up getting the TV title, so it was a good look for him. Mm-hmm. Nice little family moment. His daughter was there. She jumped in a ring and hugged him. It was cute.
1: She was gave so him nice. a rose. It was creepy. <laughs>
0: It was a good. It was a good deal. Um, Motor City Machine Guns went up against the Young Bucks and got the title from them. Got the tag team titles for them. It's their first reign. It's a good look for them, especially Alex Shelley, who did some time in WWE, didn't get much love, and now he's over here doing it and got his tag team titles over. Um, over with Chris Saban against the Young Bucks. Jay Lethal Went up against Silas Young Y'all can see it you know, on Twitch a am rocking a Lethal shirt uh, Big up to the greatest First generation wrestler Jay Lethal He went up against Silas Young One of the highlights Of this Because of the street fight Is that Silas Young Runs up to the Runs up to the ring announcer Tells him to lift up his shirt Takes his belt off him Like, took, like Legit took his belt off him And tried to whip Jay Lethal Unfortunately, he got caught, dropped the belt. Lethal got it and proceeded to whip him like he was his, like his kid stole something. Like, bro, them whips were like to the point where the shoker had welts on his back. He was not showing
1: mercy. Whooped the hell out of him with this belt. <laughs> remember way back in the day like, when when a simple eye rake. W- w- was enough for disqualification? They <laughs> still this doing back rinks. This, this, this cat gra- gra- grabbing belts and whipping cats. Hey
0: man, it was a no no holds bar street fight, whatever you want to call it. And it was good. that Alex Young. I bet you got the belt. It's of whooping Jay Lethal. It was good. Um, it was good because Jay Lethal job um, to to Alex Young, but it definitely helped out Alex Young's career because Alex Young's getting a push. I mean, Jay Lethal's former Ring of Honor world champion, former Ring of Honor TV Champion. He held both both, both belts at the same time. So I mean, it was a good look for him to kind of pass it off off to Silas Young, who's a little on the older side, but his gimmick is getting over. Folks don't like him, so it was good. So their overall feud now is two to three. Jay Lethal won twice. Silas Young won three times. Mm. Cody. uh, The American Nightmare Cody went up against um, Suzuki. One of the things I got to drop real quick. Suzuki is the current... New Japan never open champion? Mm-hmm. Suzuki is old school. This Joker was an MMA fighter, like legit MMA fighter, not one of these guys who kind of does MMA on the side. Like, no, this dude has a 29 and 19 record. Mm-hmm. This dude beat Ken Shamrock. the gun
1: in his backyard.
0: Um, in Japan, in Japanese MMA. And like legit fought world champions. Like, he beat Ken Shamrock twice. And Shamrock's prime, not like, oh, Ken Shamrock in like 2006. No, like he beat Ken Shamrock in like 93.
1: Okay, so crazy. You know again. what I mean?
0: So this dude, like, Beat Shamrock twice. Ken Shamrock twice. Beat Maurice Smith. Beat Matt Hume. These are all dudes in their prime. So this dude is like legit. So it's interesting watching him fight because he's one of the most feared men in New Japan. He went up against Cody. and It was a good match, uh, but Cody held on to his belt. So overall, Death Before Dishonor, I liked it. I mean, it was a great, um, was a great Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Next is... Um, Destruction and Kobe, which is New Japan's pay-per-view. This joint came on at 3 a.m. American time, um, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I should say, how on how
1: the 24th. Why do you watch the? I watch did not kids? watch.
0: It. I did not watch it at 3
1: a.m. Okay, all right, about I that.
0: caught that joint like at noon, so I caught the replay. Um, I got the New Japan World.
1: Like, what's so that I watched he doing? It. What's Daddy doing up at this hour? Oh, he's suffering.
0: He's <laughs> suffering for the cause. <laughs> suffering for peace. Show you tell <laughs> Uncle Pat. This is what Daddy does. Um, Three matches. Want to highlight Uncle four Uncle matches. appreciate you, brother. No doubt, brother. Again, Doing it. Get your watch on. <laughs> so next. <laughs> so first off, there was. It opened up with a ten-man tag. I'm not gonna name all ten, but it's some pretty good highlights of this ten-man tag. You got Ricochet and Taguchi, who are the I.W.G.P. Junior Tag Team Champions, Funk and Future. Um, you're gonna hear Ricochet pretty soon because Ricochet is anticipated making his WWE um debut any day now. As soon as um, Lucha Underground released him from his contract. He's making that jump to WWE. He's already put pictures of him and Triple H on Twitter saying, I'll be seeing you soon, that whole sort of thing. So, Ricochet, if you are not looking at independent pro wrestlers at all, you need to look at Ricochet. Ricochet is just amazing. Yeah, he's cocky as hell, too. He's doing it. You shouldn't thought the Liger was in this match? That joke is still going at over 50 years old. He's still doing it. Taka Michinoku for you WWE fans. If you don't remember Taka, Taka's cock diesel swole now doing it. Um okay. and right. Tai Chi. So has- me it was a nice little it was nice little beef. Um good match that went on. Um the part that was kind of throwing me off though with this New Japan pay-per-view, mind you, I subscribe to New Japan, um New Japan Pro Wrestling, their pay-per-views or whatever. Mm-hmm. Listening to the English commentary, apparently they will not play certain theme songs because of international copyright laws. So there was a whole like ten minutes of footage that I'm watching. There was no audio. And across the screen, it says, international copyright laws prevent us from playing this music. <laughs> so instead of just cutting out the music, they cut out all audio. So it was radio silence, me just watching images on the screen. Not, and I'm not, mad not as hell. Like,
1: well, not, well, not even like um, the uh, the, in, uh, the in-ring. the uh, uh, Nothing.
0: Toys. So like matches over, music hits, quiet. So Damn. wrestlers run up to the camera talking trash. I just see mouths <laughs> moving. I am beat it. it. I'm sitting here like, yo, what are you doing, fam? Then I was like, okay, you know, if I put it on the Japanese and just listen to the Japanese, then I would have heard the song. So I was like, you know what? That's what I get. That's what I get. I was a little hot, but that's what it was.
1: Nah, they should have put on, like, <laughs> like elevated music or something. This dude, like, you get cats slamming your head. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. da What's that? Backbreaker. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, for real. It's like, what are we doing? Um... Oh <laughs> like, like John Denver or something. John Denver. They're sitting there getting down to Neil Diamond. <laughs> Sweet oh. Neckbreaker. Mm. Alright, um he goes off the he goes off the, the top rope. I was fine! Uh, where
0: I met you, <laughs> you a mess. <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Let me knock out this uh, this New Japan one real quick before I get to No Mercy. All right, um, Trent Beretta made his um his singles heavyweight um, debut against Eugirio, um Takahashi for the Bullet Club, mm-hmm. um, or he's the Tokyo the Tokyo pimp. Um, it was a good match. It was a good match. It went up, and um, Beretta got the win. It was good for him to be able to have his first singles run as a heavyweight. Mm -hmm. The IWGP Tag Team Championship match, man, that was bonkers. After watching this, I said, yo, I'm never taking my kid to a New Japan match, because these jokers were cursing and wilding out, and it was just just one of those classic big guys going at it. Um, Heavyweights just doing it. It was War Machine, who were the tag team champions, against the Killer Elite Squad. Um, out of Suzuki Goon who um, Davy Boy Smith Jr., British Bulldog's son,'s part of this team. Oh, really? And the Gorillas of Destiny uh, from um, from the Bullet Club Wait, or Haku sons. Paul,
1: I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna back you up just one, st- one, one, one step real quick. Mm-hmm. Is the son also named Davy Boy Smith Jr.? But his, his proper name is Davy Boy,
0: Boy Smith Jr. Well, at least that's his pro wrestler name. I don't know if that's
1: like his government okay, name. Okay, I'm about, to, I'm about to say, yeah. How you going to sit there? What, what's, your, what's your son's name, David Boy? You sure he may want to get a job in accounting or something? You going hey, he
0: it? pro wrestler, so it really don't matter. Yeah, um, but well, now, <laughs>
1: now, when he was five years old, David Boy. No, actually, that kind of fits. When he was, when he was like fifteen, David Boy, I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going to prom with you.
0: Well as they, Harry name Francis him. Smith.
1: So, you know, you know what not, nah, Davy Boy, Boy. is certainly not such a
0: bad name. <laughs> Eddie hey. uh, The Killer Ody <laughs> <League> Squad <laughs> took the match, but I mean, it was Dude, just so bitty. Mean,
1: <laughs> name for he kicks my ass. <laughs> in. For you need Leave him alone when he
0: shows up here <laughs> <laughs> because he he don't care. He don't care if he wrestles or not. He's beating up. He's beating up refs after he won the match. Yeah. After they got the belts, he's beating people up. It's like, bro, you won. Like, this is you don't need for you to be kicking dudes inside the head. You won, fam. Like, you got this. Got all that angst. <laughs> so I mean, it was a great match. Like, man, this one a the few times. See heavyweights flying dudes going through tables. The Gorillas of Destiny is one of my favorite tag teams. The funny thing is, they actually shouted out the Usos and as they're coming down the aisle, it was pretty funny to see that. Just see these dudes going, these dudes going at it, and of course, recognizing other organizations, other wrestlers, other organizations. Mm-hmm. Finally, Juice Robinson. For those of you who are WWE fans, you might remember him as CJ Parker, who was a jobber in NXT. He's been growing as Juice Robinson in New Japan. Got himself a, um, a US title shot against Kenny Omega. It was a really, really, really good match. And the finish worked out very well because they were going at it, doing all these high spots, great spots. Kenny Omega hit him with the super one winged angel from the top rope. And it's just amazing to see him be able to do a move like that off the top rope. And the match was over. And I want you to hold on to that because I'm going to talk about no mercy when it comes to finishes. But that finish was great great match overall i know i'm sounding like dave Meltzer here but that pay-per-view was just on point destruction and kobe new japan's pay-per-view was great so i'm chilling rest of the day wait for no mercy to happen after i complained about not watching the pre-show i'm like you know what i'm gonna have to watch the pre-show because i keep doing this keep skipping the pre-show and missing four or five matches i watched the pre-show had to sit there in the door Garbage interviews and I'm talking to the WWE universe and some guys like Alexa, will you marry me? And she's like, I'm not gonna marry you. And I was like, Why don't we? Why well, am I watching a soap opera crap? Just to watch one match that was kind of <laughs> subpar anyway. It's because I'm dedicated to the geek down. <laughs> that's why I want That's why I endure this garbage. Let me throw it
1: up. Like, so like, y'all made me watch this bullshit for
0: you, for you, fam. Uh, so no mercy kicks off. um I'm gonna go you through the matches that touched me. Now. I was like, yeah. Um, the women, the five way women's match: Nia Jax, Bailey, Emma, Sasha, and Alexa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the high spot for the I'm match that stuck out to me is when Nia Jax mm-hmm. had two women on her back, like across her shoulder blades, did squats. And then Samoa dropped the Son, I almost lost it. Like mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. woman squatted two other women on her shoulders mm-hmm. and did a Samoa drop and dropped them on her head. I, I mean, it overall it was a great match. Um, Alexa took it, and I'm just like, you know what? I get what you're doing, but at the same time, if you're gonna push Nia Jax this much and you're gonna put all this energy into her and make it her this, um, this 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 un- this unstoppable force, why aren't you gonna slap the title on her? Is it really because she don't have the look because she's not skinny, she's not dainty looking? Man, they gave and China, she, they gave China the world championship That was title. forever. Now nah, it was an like intercontinental belt and in a women's belt oh, title.
1: What? I could have sworn she, won five, world she world had, had a hell like of a day. No? Not that I know of. Oh, wow. Um, but the uh, but but facts wrong here on The Geek Down. But,
0: but even then, even then with China, it was one of those. Um, they still made it to a sex symbol in order to do it. Mm. But in any event, I'm so a little frustrated that Nia didn't get it. But overall, it was a good match. It worked out well, relatively well. The execution of it was good. So I'm, I'm happy with the quality of the match, even though I'm not happy with the outcome. Mm. John Cena versus Roman Reigns. My issue with this one was the finish. So you got Cena who hit two high spots. He did his AA finishing move off the top rope to Roman Reigns. Then he did a did he did a AA roll AA again to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns kicks out of both. But Roman Reigns finishes John Cena with just a Superman punch and a spear. Like his regular move. Like, are you serious right now? Like, you, you have these high spots that. For some reason, to kick out of it. It's like, oh, my God, he kicked out. But you turn to me, he goes down with a punch in the face of the spear? Like, that's how he ends it? Like, come on, man. Work with me here. Like, show me a good finish. Like, I get it. It's one of those you're trying to keep us on the edge of our seats for a finish to can happen any time for it not to be predictable. But it's like video game playing. You know what I mean? If I'm playing a video game and I hit you with the Hadouken, then I hit you with the uppercut, and then I just sweep your leg and that's how you die. It's like, come on. Him. Like you died Because I swept your leg Like no you you supposed hey, to finish me With the, don't the uppercut I, You don't know how
1: sensitive My shins are brother Like,
0: like you're supposed to Freeze me And, and <laughs> uppercut me And that's how The finish is supposed to be nah. It's not supposed to be You freeze me Uppercut me <laughs> Then you just gotta Give me a punch in the chest And I'm dead Like come nah, on it's, it's And it's that's that, what it feels like that lethal, these that lethal
1: toe hold it's That lethal get, catch, catch one the big toe That's, that's how they got the tiger <laughs> It's like you that, hit me In the face with a chair t-
0: But you beat me With the finger
1: poker do. Like come on now So I'm a little mad
0: About how the execution Of this match went It's like You built this up. At
1: the end, like that. Hey, man. Maybe think. Think best case scenario. You ever played uh, uh, Knockout Kings? Yes. It's like you, you spend the whole the whole fight. You know, just uh, just like you know, just dinging yep. them haymakers left and right. Yep. But they came in with that one clean hit to the nose. Yep. Boom. Fights over. That's what. That's what Roman, Roman Reigns got. That one clean hit with Superman oh, just Punch. i like. Mm,
0: mm, mm. I mean, it's what it is. Of course, Cena was going to lose because he's trying to build up Reigns. But it's what it is. Mm. Um, Lesnar went up against Strowman. Lesnar kept the belt. It is what it is. Um, I, I it was, saw a
1: highlight from this with the multiple suplexes. <laughs> and this dude, he yeah, he did, did a full-on Kurt Angle. Just gagoosh. Wait for him. Kagoosh. Wait for him again. kagosh And he's tired. And oh, he, he's oh, yeah. Tired. I mean
0: he's old man. He's like 38, 39. I mean, yeah. he's old. You know what I mean? They're catching up with him, but I mean, you're right. I mean he was doing it. He was doing yeah. them suplexes but and, he was hurting.
1: And, and kinda of but not really related question. How mm-hmm. the hell is Paul Heyman st- that's the luckiest man in any kind of sports entertainment? He, All he does is stay on the sidelines getting his car rolls on and, and he he must be paid
0: he, out. He is ass. because he is because his character is important. His man. character, his character. I mean, yo, if you got a good character, man, you keep it pushing. It hey, he, he's, he's, he's a, he he a professional
1: hater. That's the man, that's the man, that's the man. Good. Hey,
0: man, it works for him, and people love it. I mean, hey, employable skill for WWE. Mm. Uh, I, I last-
1: know, wonder if they're hiring you. I'll sit there, Ugh, look at you.
0: You sure, oh, man? Oh, hey, sweaty man. And stuff. hey, man, you
1: be the second Patrice that wrote for them. Go for it, fam. All right, wait, Patrice O'Neill wrote for them? Yeah, you, you know that? Not news Bruh, to me, brother. Go
0: online. <laughs> YouTube, Google it. Patrice O'Neal gives his whole breakdown. He worked for WWE for like a week. And he oh, got oh, oh, fired. No. He got fired because he told Stephanie man, listen, I got a show to do. She goes, what are you talking about? We need you here. He goes, no, I told you. From the get-go, I got a show to do. Mm-hmm. And they fired him because he took off and went to, went to do his show. What? Yeah, he talks about how he first met Mr. McMahon, how he went up to Connecticut, went to his house and mm-hmm. <laughs> interacting with Vince, interacting with, um, with Linda, like the whole nine hours. But he, like his first week there. Working behind the scenes And yeah man You gotta It's an awesome okay. Awesome interview Check it out man. I got do some, I got, I got some reading to do Apparently Definitely listening Listen All right.
1: okay, cool. <laughs> so check it out
0: Alright Two things One Enzo got the belt from Neville mm-hmm. Cruiserweight belt Why? I don't know Sloppy match We know Enzo can't wrestle He's one of those dudes Who got a great mouthpiece He can talk He can spit a good game But the match was horrendous Because he can't wrestle But you gave him the belt Okay I see you He's, he's popular So he gets a belt Alright Finally, the tag team title match. Sheamus and Cesaro went up against Ambrose and Rollins. The highlight of this match is the obvious. Cesaro's teeth get pushed into his mouth. Ooh. He Ooh. runs into the ropes. He bounces. His teeth hit. Mm. The, the, the steel turnbuckle, or the steel pole that actually holds the turnbuckle that holds the ropes. Mm. His teeth legit get pushed, as WWE.com says. Pushed up into his jaw, three oh. to four millimeters. It ain't pretty no more. Blood coming out his mouth throughout the whole match, and this yoke could still fought for like fifteen to twenty more minutes. I'd have tapped out, homie. I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to the back. Like blood, yeah, cushion a denti- everywhere.
1: Dennis in the house.
0: He's going to the he's going to the dentist apparently tomorrow So something like that. <laughs> they're gonna do they're gonna do surgery. <laughs> How you gonna wait two days? And they're like, they're probably just gonna pull him out and put like some put some implants in there. Oh, go online, look that joint up. And if, if there's one highlight from this whole review is the champ. That Cesaro is getting his teeth pushed into his freaking jaw, his two front teeth, blood covered everywhere, and he's still on. Are you trying to tell me this man don't deserve a single shot? Man, like, look him up. He's going to be the one with the Paul
1: Wall grill you know, <laughs> in, in, in the ring on the side. The people's champ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least Paul Wall had an intercontinental belt. Damn, they don't give Cesaro <laughs> that. So with that being said, obviously I'm going to tell you, Watch Ring of Honor, watch New Japan, watch WWE, and I'm gonna leave on this note before before I pass it off to Pete. You're not going to hear me hate on WWE Not that much anymore Because I have to sit back and realize After watching these three pay-per-views Over the course of over the course of three days I realized WWE is not in the same league as everybody else They're not It's not that they're better It's just that they're different And with that being said I got to judge them on who they are And can't compare them to everybody else Whereas with every other wrestling organization I can compare them to each other I can't compare these dudes in them Because in the end They're not really wrestling They're entertainment And you can tell by the way they're booking For you to give a guy who clearly can't wrestle A belt but guys who could wrestle you did not give them the belt speaks volumes a woman who you clearly know could carry that belt to the next level you're purposely holding her back because she doesn't have a certain look it's unfortunate for a guy who's willing to have his teeth pushed into his freaking jaw bleed throughout the match and still finish the match for him not to get a singles push is wrong but it's great for entertainment because if i'm a fan of the wwe universe all my people who I liked won, and I'm happy. So with that being said, yeah, check out No Mercy. It was a good pay-per-view for WWE standards, but if you ask me as a pro wrestling fan, it was just running the mill WWE.
1: But that being said, that's all I got. Alright, well, one more thing. One more thing. I want to say rest in peace to Bobby the Brain. Yes. And, uh, yes, uh, yes. Past just uh, recently a legend in in wrestling, wrestling and wrestling entertainment as well, mm-hmm. and I mean, dude, I used to watch this dude. You know where I first discovered him? Not even in WWF, not in any kind of wrestling format. He and Gorilla Monsoon were regulars on Double Dare. <laughs> on Double Dare yes, and I Nickelodeon. It's a little I remember. kid.
0: I remember. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm I'm learning uh, like who these these legendary wrestlers are because they're getting slimed and going through the swimming the uh, the indoor kiddie pools yep, yep. of Cocoa Puffs they call dog food. Yes, and 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 and, and, and like picking <laughs> picking a giant nose giant because nose. yeah because that like that's that's the image they carried in the ring that these hardcore badasses mm-hmm. and then later on. And they're these, like, evil, heinous managers. Mm-hmm. And right there, they're playing with children, you know. They're, mm-hmm. uh, they're, like, you know, being funny and joking around with families, you know. They were they were, they were they were, they were, they were, they were legitimate good guys. And mm-hmm. Bobby the Brain Heenan was one of those. He was up there. And he was one of the first people that ushered me into wrestling as a fan way mm-hmm. back in the day. Little, little little Pat, you know, getting into mm-hmm. it. And I just want to say rest in peace, sir. All right, peace. All right, and now we're going to close out with just a quick breakdown of the Boston Festival Indie Games. I got to check it out. Johnny, were you there, my friend? Oh, I was there. Johnny was there in full effect. He's going to give effect. us He was going to give us his impressions because he had a lot to say. Uh, we both have a lot to say, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to try. Uh-oh. Man. Oh, man. What
0: what what did I miss because I was geared up to go? That family stuff came up. Mm-hmm. I ain't get no bags. I ain't get my teeth fixed. I ain't even go. That told me about this. I should have went. Mm. And now I feel like I missed something. So what did I miss, Pete? What are you excited that's coming out?
2: It's the easiest well. question to answer. You miss
1: nothing. <laughs> the Boston Festival Indie Games is a uh, is a uh, it's it's a it's a um it's a smaller uh, it's getting pretty much to be its own convention now. It's an exposition of a lot of local indie developers, not not even local. Like people come, people, like uh, some folks have flown in from New York, uh, from Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> I, I sorry you said from, flown in from New York? I'm like, That's a forty-five well, flight. <laughs> ex- exactly. Yeah, you made that drive <laughs> boring as hell through like back roads and stuff. Mm, I'll, I'll fly. I'll take the sucker. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but came in from uh, come in from uh, out of town they travel uh, for this convention for, for, for this uh, exhibition it's gotten that big now mm-hmm. and you always hope to see like some really good stuff mm-hmm. and I honestly was kind of disappointed this time around man because and I understand why uh, this is my theory at least and Johnny you can tell me if I'm if you can back me up or tell me if I'm off the mark here there was a lot of new developers at this uh, at this year's festival and I don't mean new developers and new talent they were new but also new to demonstrating their product so there wasn't a lot of uh, thought given to uh, several different people. I want to play my game at once. A lot of thought given to how am I probably going to convey what this game is about to anyone who's new to it without having them sit down and just like read whatever tutorial I had someone write for me. Mm-hmm. Can I break it down in, you know, a uh, you know, uh, quick, you know, uh, a few sentences and let them, you know, get them interested as they walk by because there's tons of other stuff here to see. Mm-hmm. Do I have stuff for them to see or is it just a laptop set up on an empty table, you mm-hmm. know, and they really have nothing uh, to draw them to it, you know? And am I into the game? There were several folks there who, I mean, it's honestly, to me at least, it seems like they didn't want, you know, my business, my attention, anything. They were just there. If you want to play it, fine. If you don't, screw up. Like, like, really, mm, mm, mm. It was very un... Um, Professional. It was, yeah, a lot uh, of it, it was unprofessional, wow. not sociable.
2: Unprofessional, but not no, Which is not unfortunate. Not the offensive way. It's not like they were, you know, being, you know, bad presenters and and being rude or anything like that. It was just it was very amateur, right? So it's not polished. Uh it, not it... polished, it's amateur. I mean, it it's it's reminiscent of or indi- indicative of what the games that were there. And the majority Ooh. of stuff that was there was student projects. Yeah, that's so pro- the problem. And I, as much as I students.
1: hate, I, I gotcha. hate to speak ill of this convention. They've been very good to us. We've actually been following them since the very beginning in that first mm-hmm, year yeah. when it really was all student projects. They had a few classrooms opened up and they set up PCs and the students ran projects and a couple of companies uh, showcased there. But it was hot. It was just like, it was muggy. It, was, it, was, it was, was muggy. for the first few and, years, yeah. Yeah, and this was a huge step back. I mean, the convention, the, the festival, themselves the uh, staff was on point they've learned a lot from previous years yeah. and they and their setup was was much better than it has been in the past but still things like the top floor being way too hot you can't spend too much time in there uh, and it makes for an uncomfortable environment that's what was, i'm
2: saying they i don't think they learned from that well last in, year. in
1: in other areas like there was much there was a much better um uh uh uh, uh exchange with the uh, with the uh, people getting badges and stuff uh, oh. downstairs was um far better uh, run Well,
2: that that, that was the same thing that they had last year. So last year, this year and last year was almost identical in setup and... sort of how everything's were sort of structured. I think I last year better, and the year before like was a bit different, but this year and last year w- felt almost exactly the same. Mm, Even the I heat issue that you brought up well, the heat was issue. exactly the same thing. Last year it was way too hot and this, this year, year it was, was way too this hot. This year
1: it was too hot. It was less hot. Like last year, I remember it was muggy. I couldn't <laughs> breathe. And yeah. this year, I was just uncomfortable. I was sweating. I was sweating. All right. Well, you had a jacket on from from uh, for everyone I took off my jacket. All right. Well, <laughs> um, I thought they I thought they did do better. They added more stuff besides just the uh, gaming floors. Like there mm-hmm. was uh, quidditch over they were using oh, more of the space cool. too yeah that was yeah cool. uh, we actually got some footage of that not as much as i was hoping unfortunately because uh by the time we got there uh the people had been going for a while so they were tired mm. you know but it's good they've expanded uh what's available to uh people uh to the uh attendees to check out but it's the 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 companies that were presenting games, which were really the downside, which is unfortunate because I hate to tell, I hate to speak ill of just you know uh, fledgling uh, developers on the hustle.
2: Well, you yeah, know? Right. So it mm-hmm. they it was barely companies because these were very much studios yeah, that were, were formed mm-hmm. for the sake of uh, a, either a school project mm-hmm. or a school part of a cur- uh, curriculum for a particular class mm-hmm. class or oh, a set of classes. Okay. So. I mean, I would have to say more than half of these projects were student-led projects. Uh, not uh, something that is being explored as a professional-level thing. Got it. Uh, not to say that these aren't going to hit some sort of uh, platform for sale or for distribution of some sort. Um, most of these things, I mean, most of the people here, uh, there were trying to present it as something that would be available on Steam or on the uh, iOS store
1: or what have you. Yeah. It's just... The sense These was heavily were, on previews, like you're getting an early yeah. look at this, which is cool. If I'm getting an early look at something finished, and that was one of the main problems. A lot of this uh, stuff that we saw there was unfinished, mm. right? And right. unfinished, unpolished. They yeah. didn't. They didn't have uh, demo worthy. Uh, uh, demo-worthy games available. Yeah, most
2: of the stuff. And and it was it was like that last year and it was like that the year before. It seems like they had a better sense of it though. That's the problem. Last year they did and then the year before that it was even better. It, it seems like they've been uh, de-escalating on the sizing of this and the amount of sort of attention that's being brought to uh, the Boston fig because last year was bigger than this year. The year before that was way bigger than the year than last year's and. Obviously, well, way bigger in well, this year. Like they had bigger studios, actually uh, identifiable. Some studios that you actually recognize that were actually fairly big doing well, presentations. Well,
1: that's, that's a complaint I, I can't get behind because I like the concept of the festival indie games focusing mainly on smaller independent developers. But they have to know to get their stuff, like get their game on, get their stuff ready before they can actually present it. That's the problem. Right. You know, you. I, I love giving attention to the smaller developers, the right. small to the, smaller, to the indie Indies, the yeah. indies proper, but they suffer from, I, I guess, a lack of maybe the experience presenting.
2: It, it is a lack of experience presenting. And don't get me wrong, this is, I don't want this to ever change from being, you know, very early student projects, uh, very much indie game really, projects. It sounded like, like you that. were vying
1: for a sponsorship from Mitsubishi, I'm, and I think <laughs> that's messed up.
2: It, it, it's one of those things that you want to have at least some. Uh, big hitters there Mm -hmm. just for the Mm -hmm. sake of drawing the attention bringing in the media bringing in the bigger crowds and then they experience all the other projects that are out and about these smaller student led projects Mm -hmm. or very small indie game studio projects I love that that needs to happen but they still need to have uh, you know like Unity, right? Have you, have the Unity engine? The, the the team that sort of handles that have them have their own booth. They didn't have a booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you know Valve or something like that show up? You know. VR or something, or do something about Steam. Like, have some fairly big uh, individual that uh, or company that is well recognized, but also is supportive of the indie scene. Like, they need to get someone, you know, some big company.
1: Need to have more support in that realm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well,
1: we covered the negatives. Uh, I do have to call it a couple positives because when we finally did get to play games. Um, one of the main ones that really jumped out at me was uh, it's a VR game, which I'm a little bummed. You, well, you may have gotten to check it out because we uh, we split up, we split off and, and roamed on our own. Did you check out Kung Fu Shadow Fist?
2: I watched
1: people play that. Oh, okay. And it looked absolutely ridiculous. It was fun as hell. It's this it's this game for the Vive called uh, Kung Fu Shadow Fist, and they just throw a butt, like just throw a ton of, uh, of like crash test dummies at you. Uh, you get the uh, controllers, these are your fists. You get the, um, the, uh, the visor, that's mm-hmm. will be your view. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to, you literally just have to just, just fight them all. A- and that's fists. it. There, yeah. There's 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 no mission, there's no sense of mission. You uh, you move to this part of the map, they come at you, you fight them. You move to this part of the map, they come at you, you fight them. You get on a train, <laughs> you're in an enclosed space now. And they're just coming at you. And the game, when you, when you quote unquote die you don't like fall or anything it, it keeps like real old school you die when they get that final hit in and it freezes for a second while uh, when you die so it's like you won't really know what hits you because it, it's 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 like a, it's it's pretty much like a vr crowd battle game yeah and when you quote-unquote die and this happened to be a bunch it's like i'm fighting <laughs> off a bunch of guys i think i'm doing good i'm throwing haymakers and stuff and you get tired as hell mm-hmm. in, in like 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 fast and then it's like what why the hell did it stop what's going on and you turn around and like one dude behind you has his fist like right in your face and it freezes right there like this is the guy that clocked you and took you out punched you in the back of the head <laughs> so it's like you have to be aware it's like and it's like it'll go from nothing to just you fighting the gang and i don't know why that was so fun mm-hmm. if that was any other any other like gaming style if that was like a platform game it, it, yeah if it's like um being in uh, a final fight Mm-hmm. You're like, why the hell are nine guys coming at me at once from all angles? I can't keep up with this. Uh, apparently being in the middle of that in the in the in VR and just like swinging wildly and seeing yep. them fall over and stuff mm-hmm. is fun. Um, I enjoyed the the, 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 the short time. For
2: mm-hmm. the people watching a person playing because the person, <laughs> the person playing looks like well, they look like an idiot, just swinging their <laughs> hands all over the place, going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's like they're trying to like do like Mr. Miyagi wax on, wax off, but like
1: Making noises. on crack,
2: <clears throat> like. <clears throat> They're shaking their hands. It's <laughs> like they have pom-poms. They're like shaking pom-poms at, at the air all over the place. That's well, what it looks
1: like. Yeah, I can't imagine how I was Hilarious. looking. What I, now, now when I got up there, because um, the dude did try to, he's like, he's like you know, you're pressed. I know you let me bring you up because we do have a line of people waiting, but I want to make sure you at least get a, uh, get to get, get a sense to see it um, and try to have my back. The problem is he's trying to move some like 10-year-old kid that was next in line out the way. You, he, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like no. No, 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 no. We gotta let this grown ass man go. Sorry, little Timmy. You are like, no, no, don't do that. No, let, did, let. No. he? You go ahead, little boy. You go right up ahead. Right. It's
0: did like, he? Go. Did he? Old school, palm his face like at old school when he palm his face? No, no, he, he, <laughs> no, he, he was just he, ahead,
1: he was just doing the face. on his chest. Move along, son. Move along. And I'm like, don't do that. And I, I, I and here's here's why I Dad, messed did up. Did you did you did you I, have did you have I, I told you? No, 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 no. As you as you walk it up. Here's what happened. I'm like, what? How you gonna move this little? kid? No, here, little boy. Let me help you up, and you get a taste of this gaming goodness. I know you've been waiting a while. Is that what happened? That's what happened. And then I'm like, and then while they're putting the uh, thing on him, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, Pat, that kid's been on like six times already." We won't. Oh, And, I'm, and I'm, man. I'm, I'm, just like, what? You couldn't tell me this like ten seconds ago. He's already got like the the visor on, and this starting to all, all I saw that kid. You <laughs>
2: yeah, know, I didn't,
1: I didn't see when you were there, but I saw that. You kid. saw that little it punk was
2: the one with the. But with the pom pom just shaking his hands yeah, a little, little bit. Yeah, this little weirdo over there. I'm, here
1: I am thinking, I don't, I, this poor little boy's been waiting. Please, sir, can I play this game? And, nah, like man. Like, he's, yeah, he's Tiny Tim, but he's freaking really like yeah. yeah. Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, friggin' Junior from Problem <laughs> Child and stuff. But the <laughs> game was fun. That was yeah. the highlight of my day. That's not a problem we for down you, down though. That was a problem of the
2: presenters not having an extra set to show off. No, true, mm-hmm. true. They had
1: a fun game. If they had had uh, two or three vibes. I understand the equipment is expensive, but when you have a a game like that, like I would buy this it thing. Invest it. I don't know how much longevity it would have, yeah. but like if they had more than one set, they could have gotten a lot more people playing, a lot more coverage, it's, it's and they would have blown though, right? everyone else. Yeah, well, yeah. It like was, like a lot every, of people had, almost
2: every other booth mm-hmm. didn't. They didn't have additional. They only had like one demo unit mm-hmm. or maybe two demo units, and they didn't have anything reserved for press
1: or anything like mm-hmm. that. So it's the Boston Festival Indie Games, and we mentioned on the uh, on the announcement that this is possibly the last. Because they made a, uh, a, 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 they dropped a pretty big bomb on us. It's no longer just the Boston Festival indie games. They've done so well in the past few years that from now on it will just be the Fig the Festival of Indie Games. And they used this year as an example where a lot of companies uh, that were there came from uh, not just Boston, not just Massachusetts, not just the Northeast even. You know, So people are coming in from other places. They're traveling for this e- event itself. So it's gotten that big where they're rebranding and it will now be The Fig, the Festival of Indie Games from now on. New um, logo and everything. So we look forward uh, to seeing them step their game up, get some new companies I in, hope and hopefully do big things in the future. I'm
0: packs we get all that all right
1: and on that note this has been the geek down here on wmf radio check us out at geek-down.com hopefully you're checking us out you're following us on facebook and on twitter if you're not get on that we're easy to find on twitter the geek down on facebook the geek down also we're on soundcloud we're on youtube you can subscribe to us on itunes all over the sucker. You got that be nice. Mm-hmm. And if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com or just go to the site geek-down.com. In the about section, you can get all the links to all our good stuff and keep up with the latest and greatest from this show. Until then, we will catch you all next time. Same bat time, same bat channel, potentially. Until then, potentially. be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace.
0: WilliamCarltonBoston.com Check out William Carlton Workshop for the finest handmade caps and accessories. WilliamCarltonBoston.com Musicians, if you want a rehearsal space in Boston, Cambridge, Ulston, or Brighton, check out the Sound Museum. Our premier community of musicians
2: is growing every day. We will not be undersold. For info, contact soundmuseum.net or call 617 775 400.